the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? That's right. Who doesn't like a good polka? And Jimmy Stir, one of the best in the business. Ice cubes and beer. I don't know about ice cubes in my beer. Definitely not. But we've got another Alcatulo Craft Beer cast right here on AM 970. The answer. Great show for you tonight. Happy Easter for those of you who celebrate Easter. Um, we've got a great craft beer guest that's going to be joining me later this hour and the usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter, at Alcatulo. Instagram at Catulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com, slash A-G Craft Beer Cast via email at albertgnnycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa-ready as well. We're also on Radio.com, and we're also on the Hopped Up Network. You just jump over there, Hopped Up Network, on Monday mornings before 6 a.m. You will find the podcast version of this, sh- uh, this show up on the Hopped Up Network that you can download and listen at your leisure, as well as a plethora of other uh, craft beer podcasts on the site. Great stuff. Coming up in 20 minutes, Chad Brodsky. He's the head of City Brew Tours. He's going to join me, City Brew Tours, doing something really cool that you can take part in right in your very own home. They're doing two different things. We're going to talk about those things. We had them. Uh, I gave you the details um, last week about a beer and cheese pairing that they're doing, but they're also doing something else that you can do um, in your home for a nominal fee. And uh, I think it's really cool. I think both things are really cool. I think the beer and cheese pairing is cool. Uh, I think the other thing they have going on is really cool as well. We will talk about both of those things with Chad in about 20 minutes from now. But uh, first, of course, as usual, we've got beer news. And if you didn't know it, this past Tuesday, April 7th, was National Beer Day. Now, celebrating this made-up holiday... Very easy. Just grab a beer, um, go on social media with the hashtag National Beer Day. Now, why is Tuesday, April 7th uh, considered National Beer Day? Well, National Beer Day is observed on the 7th of April because it was on this day back in 1933 that President Franklin Delano Roosevelt made the first official move towards ending prohibition. He signed into law the Cullen Harrison Act making it legal for beer to be brewed and sold as long as it was less than 4% alcohol by volume. So that was the the precursor to getting beer up and running again in the country because, let's face it, prohibition didn't work. Um, It was a a concept that I guess people thought that, you know, no drinking, uh, debauchery, and other nonsense wouldn't happen. Well, what happened? Speakeasies were created. Uh, People brewed their own stuff at home and, and, and drank in the privacy of their homes. Um, there were, there were, you know, tons of illegal trade, uh, of whiskey coming from Canada and, and other places. 
So prohibition didn't work. Um, and that's why the president in 1933 said, look, we're in a depression right now. We've got, we got things going on. We need to get the country you know, moving. This is ridiculous. It's a law that's really very tough to enforce. It wasn't being enforced properly. Um, so he signed that law. Now, it's interesting, less than 4% alcohol by volume, and a number of states continued to do that. I think Utah is the last state uh, in the union that it was just last year that they finally lifted uh, the restrictions so that you could brew that you could that people could sell beer in Utah that were over four percent. I think it was one of the last places that founders uh, ended up uh, going into because again, a lot of their beers are well over four percent. They couldn't sell them there. Interesting stuff. Anyway, um, two business aspects we need to get into here. So uh, Nielsen uh, did a study of alcohol sales, which were uh, slower uh, after consecutive weeks of consumers stocking up on on booze. Uh, of off pre- at off-premise retailers in mid-March due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, the first signs of a slowdown began to show during the week ending March 28th. This is according to Nielsen. Uh, sales outpaced a typical final week in March, increasing 22% compared to the same one-week period in 2019, outpacing the growth of total consumer goods, which were up 16%. Uh, beer, FMB, and cider dollar sales increased 17% for the week ending March 28th. All segments growing, several still up uh, double digits. Dollar sales of wine and spirits each increased 27% for the week. Um, beer increased dollar sales 10%. Super premiums up 18 Craft up 15 Premium lights up 7.5%. Budget up 7.3 Imports up 8.7%. Hard seltzers, uh, the, the beer category growth driver, they increased sales 327%. That's pretty impressive. But I'm wondering if that's because people are stocking up because they're not going out, uh, which is probably the case. Uh, a lot of people are buying beers um, in bulk, so you're seeing, you know, the the Budweisers and the cores of the world, uh, you know, 24 and 36 packs, Yingling selling them in cases. People are buying in volume because they may not be able to go out for a while, and so they want to make sure that they have extended provisions. That's probably what that is. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I think the other part of it is we're seeing – in New Jersey alone, I'm trying to help out a lot of small brewers. So I'm trying to go to a different brewery every week and, you know, and buy beer from them and then, you know, drink that beer for that week and then move on to the next one, uh, which is great because you're you're helping small business. And this is an important time now where you need to help these small businesses. A lot of these businesses are not going to qualify for the stimulus package that has been put out. They may not qualify for the second round of funding. Uh, it's, it, it's a big conundrum already. We're, a, what, a week into this? Uh, stimulus package, and a lot of businesses are unable to get a piece of that money to help their business. Um, this is a big problem. And so by you going there and buying from the brewery direct, and in New Jersey and New York and a number of states, they're delivering to your home. So by you buying um, beer from those people, you're keeping them employed. You're keeping them from laying off people. You're keeping these people employed in the business, which helps because we are certainly going to be in a recession uh, and, and a depression probably after all this is over. So it's important that you keep doing those things. Um, next story here, uh, Amagang, uh, they've announced this week uh, an, an evolution of their Sour Series. They're going to be uh, packaging 12-ounce cans, which are launching this month, of uh, a, a pre-peche, Solera, and Rosetta. Uh, all will be available on draft when uh, bars reopen, but they're also going to be available in cans. Uh, a pre-peche uh, combines... A Belgian-style whipped beer with peaches, apricots, and just the right amount of a tart Flemish golden ale. Uh, Solera, formerly known as Pale Sour, 
a tart golden ale, um, which is made by Amagang's sister blendery in Belgium. Uh, it is, let's see, I'm trying to see what's in there. Well, they don't really they don't really tell you what the ingredients are in that one. And then finally, a Rosetta, a Rosetta which is Amagang's year-round creek ale, uh, which moves from bottles to cans to complete the set. So you're going to have three different types of beer, which I'm sure that my wife is going to be happy about because she's very much into um, sours now. So now I have them scouring liquor stores looking for sours for her to try, which is always a good thing. I like the fact that uh, my wife can appreciate a sour and enjoy the, the complexity of a sour. So that's always a good thing. So uh, good stuff from Mama Gang. But at, when I, I, as I was talking about how off-premise uh, you know, sales were declining, starting to decline, the Brewers Association was, uh, released the results of a, a member survey, the second one that they've done, uh, because of the COVID-19 outbreak. Survey was taken by 455 respondents from 49 states in Washington, D.C. through April 6th. They, they revealed, the Brewers Association, a sharp drop in craft category sales, massive furloughs or layoffs, and the high likelihood of, uh, likelihood of large numbers of brewery closings without a swift end to social distancing measures, which looks increasingly unlikely. I mean, you know, they're talking New Jersey and New York, the end of this month at least, the earliest before they'd even consider to start reopening things. And truth be told, I have a feeling we're going to be well into May before we start seeing any restrictions uh, being lifted. Um, among the, the the biggest findings, the majority of respondents do not think their businesses can survive three months under the current conditions. Among those surveyed, 46.4% say their businesses will likely only last between one and three months, while 12.7% of respondents say they could stay afloat for just another one to four weeks. Uh, the survey found that 2.5% of respondents say they were planning to close. Uh, they, no- they also noted there are currently around 8,150 active breweries in the United States. So by breaking it down by the numbers, if 2.5% of those breweries close, that would mean about 200 closures. 12.7% would be a little over 1,000 closures. And if 46% of these breweries are closing, you're talking over 3,700 breweries that would close, potentially, because of this. And based on recent trends... According to the study, it was likely that 4 to 5% of the breweries in the country would have closed in 2020 prior to the shock. So while some percentage of these closures and potential closures reflect businesses that were already struggling, most have been brought on solely by this event. That is a serious thing. If you're, I mean, again, they were already attributing some of these breweries not doing well. You're going you're gonna, to uh, go out of business. The biggest problem here is the fact that breweries that have opened, I would say in the last four to five years, a lot of them don't have the capital to sustain themselves beyond a couple of weeks because they're relying on people coming into their place and drinking beer. Now that can't happen. So the ones that have planned for this and have gotten cans and have have been able to can their beer and get it sold and get it delivered, they're going to survive short term. Long term, probably not. They're going to need people to come into these tap rooms. So it's important that we try and get the economy restarted as soon as it is safe to do so. Because if not, if you're going to see almost 3,000 breweries close in the next three months, that's going to put a big damper. Some people may say, well, you know, if 3,000 breweries close, that means that still another 5,000 are still open. Okay, that's good. But this is going to be a lot of people that are going to be defaulting on loans, businesses that are not going to be able to pay back things. That's a trickle-down effect that's going to affect not only those breweries, but going to affect other people. You put seven, eight people out of work times 3,000, 
That's a lot of people that have lost their jobs just in that industry alone. It's a serious thing. We need to discuss this more. But when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news from around the beer world. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Let's face it. We love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Answer New York skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Answer New York. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. AM 970, The Answer. You're listening to Al Gutulo's Craft Beer Cast, sponsored in part by Source Farmhouse Brewery. Get your handcrafted beer from none other than The Source. You know, Michael's of Brooklyn is one of the five best Italian restaurants in the nation. Well, they're open for takeout, curbside, or delivery. Check out the menu at michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Prepared foods are also available at Michael's Pastry Shop. And don't forget their delicious, authentic sauce available online and in stores. You can still have quality Italian food during this difficult time. Call 718-998-7851. 718-998-7851. Since the moment you were born, I've made a thousand wishes that no matter what you do in this life, you keep doing. Inspire kids to do at 4H.org. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. Do you have a Relief Factor success story that you'd be willing to share here on my show? If so, I'd like you to call Relief Factor on 800-500-8384 and option 5. And tell them your pain-free success story. We'd love to hear it. And maybe I'll play it on my show. That's 800-500-8384, option 5. In the meantime, for all the rest of you still struggling with pain, you've already heard many testimonials about neck, back, shoulder, hip, or knee pain. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son owners of Relief Factor, have created the three-week quick starter pack, and they've discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Pain from getting older, exercise, or just everyday living is no fun. That's why Pete and Seth created this amazing 100% drug-free supplement, and now tens of thousands of people are taking it every day. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. Welcome back to the Albert Tulo Craft Your Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa ready as well. 
Uh, we're also on Radio.com as well as the Hopped Up Network. If you just hop over to the Hopped Up Network, pardon the pun, uh, usually Monday mornings before 6, you will find the podcast version of this broadcast on there as well as a lot of other uh, great podcasts that you can listen to, download, and then you can listen to them uh, at your leisure. So uh, in about 10 minutes, Chad Brodsky, the head of City Brew Tours, is going to join me. City Brew Tours um, in a number of cities, Boston, New York, uh, down in South Jersey, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Pittsburgh. Um, they have had to, obviously, they've had to stop their, their touring company because breweries are not open right now. So uh, Chad and his team came up with an innovative idea, two different things, uh, which you can do in your home which is really cool, and for a nominal fee. It's, uh, the, the, the one tour is really super inexpensive. The other um, virtual tour, it's a little bit more money, but what you get out of it is really, really cool. So we'll talk to Chad in a, in a little bit, and he will explain both of those things. Uh, and if you could do either one of them, uh, I think it would be really cool to help them out, uh, along with, hey, just having some fun, because, listen, we're all stuck at home. Uh, for the next couple of weeks, at least. Some may be stuck, you know, longer. So uh, this is something to do. And speaking of being stuck at home and nothing to do, I'm going to talk about something I had mentioned last week um, and something that is going to be ongoing uh, for the next several months, culminating in August with uh, my good friends uh, from Source Brewing and, of course, portions of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast brought to you by Source Brewing. Uh, Come to the Source down in Colts Neck, New Jersey. Great beers, a beautiful farmhouse, I know you can't experience the whole thing right now, but let me tell you something. Every Friday, they're putting out new cans of you know beers that they've they have sitting in their tanks. And let me tell you something: if you don't get on Friday mornings by like nine fifteen, usually the cans are sold out. That's how good the beer is. Uh, and um, you know, Phil and uh, and Greg and Jeremy are doing a phenomenal job down there uh, in these trying times. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the, uh, the contest that we have going on with Source uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, on Wednesday night uh, this past week, I got an opportunity uh, to um, take part in sort of a virtual happy hour uh, with Jeremy Kosmicki, uh, the, uh, brew, uh, the brewmaster uh, for Founders. And I want to thank Gregory and Vine for inviting me to this. This was really cool. It was about a little over a half hour, 40 minutes. Everybody kind of had their beer. Most of uh, the, the folks were drinking Founders. I was tempted to drink a Founders, but I wanted to support local. I had a Bolero Snort, yet another Steer Older uh, beer sitting in my refrigerator. And what was cool was Jeremy was kind of just going through uh, some things that Founders are doing. Uh, Founders happens to be one of the breweries that is making hand sanitizer uh, to help out uh, in the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, they were talking about a couple of different things. So uh, right now, since uh, Founders tap rooms aren't open, they have shifted from putting their beer uh, in kegs for draft to uh, canning 15 packs of all-day IPA, Centennial IPA, uh, because a lot of people, as I mentioned in the last break, a lot of people are buying beer in bulk now because they're stocking up because they don't want to go out that often. So what they're doing is they're buying 15 packs and and 24 cans of uh, different beer. So that's what Founders is doing right now since their tap room isn't open. Um, And then they're hoping to release some things that they had planned you know, for April, May, June, you know, whatever, uh, as things start to loosen up. Now, Masagave is coming back. That was their, um, as Jeremy explained it last night, kind of his take on a margarita, what a beer would be like if it was a margarita. Um, I had it. It's not bad. Um, it's not my favorite Goza of the world. 
uh, but it is definitely strong. Let's put it that way. And he said something last night that I thought was interesting during the virtual happy hour. He said um, with the Masagave, I believe it was with the Masagave, to pour it over ice because the, the and no brewer would ever tell you this, but I guess for this particular beer, the ice, as it's melting, kind of dilutes uh, the beer a little bit and makes it a little bit more palatable to drink, uh, th- you know, through the course of your drinking uh, progress. Because Masagave is a very high ABV. So um, it's one of those you want to kind of tamper it down maybe a little bit if you're looking to uh, sustain the drinking uh, for a couple of hours. So uh, that was interesting. Um, somebody had asked uh, about CBS and uh, would CBS be available uh, in the foreseeable future? And he said, no. He says, There's no plans on it on coming back right now. But uh, they say never say never. I-, I have a feeling CBS will come back in some type of iteration uh, at some point down the road. Um, it's a great beer. It's a great stout. Um, but I think, it, it, you know, it's one of those things where I think when it comes to, at least in my opinion, when it comes to a, a stout that is um, big and boozy, maybe it's not such a great idea to put it out every single year. Or at least uh, maybe in a way it should be rarer, uh, you know, maybe skip a couple of years and then come out. I think that's, I think that's the better way to do it. That's just me. Uh, as we continue on here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, uh, Scott Wells from Bolero Snort had, had posted this, and I posted this on, the fa- on my uh, Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash agcraftbeercast. And I think this is a great idea. So uh, bars and, um, you know, breweries are not open right now. Restaurants are hurting, and there are a lot of bartenders that are out of work. And everybody keeps saying, how do I help my favorite bartender? How do I help my, you know, whatever, right? Um, this is a really cool link. It's called Service Industry Tips. And what it is is it's a website where you can help somebody in the local service industry. You're drinking beer at home. Maybe you're drinking bourbon. Maybe you're having a glass of wine. And normally you'd be at a bar and you tip the bartender. Well, you can, by going to this site, serviceindustry.tips, and the link is on our page. We'll tweet it out as well uh, during the course of the show here. So if you want to uh, click on it. And you can tip a random worker in any state in the country, in any, any, any state in the U.S. All you have to do is you go on the site. They have cities that they're currently tipping. Uh, I think it's, that's, you know, Alaska's in there as well. Arizona. I'm trying to, Missouri, Montana, Florida, uh, New Jersey, New York. So you scroll down. You pick Let's say it's, uh, you know, and of course, people have the argument there is no such thing as a central Jersey. There is central Jersey. But anyway, so let's say you go to New Jersey. You can pick on North Jersey, South Jersey, or Central Jersey. It will automatically take you to a particular person. So, and a link to tip them on Venmo or some other type of cash app. Uh, cash app. I think this is really cool. So if you want to help out your local bartender, or a local bartender in, say, the New York City area, and it's broken down by borough. You can click on Staten Island. You can click on Manhattan. You can click on Brooklyn, right? And you can, maybe if that first person pops up, you don't want to tip, you hit refresh, another person pops up. Um, You know, maybe you're over the course of the night, you want to tip five people. Maybe you want to tip them five bucks each. The money goes directly to them. I think this is really cool. I think this is a great service, and I think this is something that everybody can do if you're so inclined uh, to want to help people out uh, in this time of need uh, because a lot of these people are out of work and they're waiting for their stimulus check and they're waiting for all these different things. Um, this is definitely something that you can do 
to help out a work uh, to help out a, ser- a service industry member who may be out of work right now. I think that's really cool. So um, here's the deal: uh, what we're doing with Source uh, Brewing before we take a break. So. Uh, Source Farmhouse Brewing right off of Route 34 in uh, Colts Neck, New Jersey, right next to Delicious Orchards. If you've ever been in Monmouth County and you've been to Delicious Orchards, it's right next door. Uh, So Source makes these great beers. You've heard me talk about them for the last couple of months. They are just doing a phenomenal job knocking it out of the park with a lot of their beers. We are doing a March Madness type of contest. Brew a beer, submit it to Source, and uh, you may have the opportunity, if you win the grand prize, you get to work with the team at Source, They'll brew your beer, they'll seller it, they'll package it. You'll even work with the marketing team on naming the beer, the label design, and marketing the release. Now, you get the whole process with the brewers from A to Z, right? You will win, uh, I believe, the uh, the prize. Let's see here. The prize, uh, the winning beer gets canon released to the general public. You will receive a $200 Source Farmhouse Brewery gift card, a Source Swag Pack, and four tickets to a Seton Hall basketball game with access to the Courtside Club. That is a pretty, pretty cool contest. Uh, we will judge 32 entries. Uh, we will judge them over the course of four weeks in July. You have to register by May 31st. Entries are due. Your beer is due by July 4th. The first round starts July 5th. Uh, then we go July 12th, July 19th, July 26th, and then we have the championship, two beers, in the championship round on August 2nd, 2020, we will be broadcasting from Source uh, that day, on that Sunday, August 2nd, and we will crown the winner of the first annual Source Farmhouse Brewery Homebrew Competition. This is going to be great. Uh, just go to am970theanswer.com. Right on the front page, you click on the Source Farmhouse Brewery Homebrewing Competition. Uh, enter. But you have to be 21 years, uh, years old or older to enter. Register uh, by clicking the link. And again, it is open through May 31st. You definitely don't want to miss this. If you're a home brewer, you're sitting at home right now. Listen, a lot of us are sitting at home. Uh, start making a beer. Get it done in the next four to five weeks. Get your entry in uh, by May 31st. Fill out the form and get your beer to Source by July 4th and you will take part in a really cool contest. When we come back after a short break, Chad Brodsky, the head uh, the head of City Brew Tours, is going to join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's fair and 59 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. The U.S. leads the world in the number of coronavirus deaths. On CNN's State of the Union, Dr. Anthony Fauci said the country is turning a corner in terms of hospitalizations and ventilator intubations. Fauci, a key member of the White House Task Force on COVID-19, added they don't want to be premature in easing up on social distancing. He said it depends on where you live in the country, but some cities may be able to get back to work by as early as next month. Pope Francis is praying for a different type of contagion to spread this Easter Sunday. The pontiff said he's praying for a contagion of hope. During his address to an empty St. Peter's Basilica today, his address was streamed online to the world's 1.3 billion Catholics. In his Easter address, the Pope compared finding the empty tomb to the uncertainty surrounding the coronavirus crisis. He said the pandemic is testing humanity and called on the faithful to help the poor and most vulnerable. The Pope also expressed his hope for a revival of faith once the outbreak is over. In sports, 
Glenn Beckett is one of the best second basemen in Cubs history. He has died at the age of 79. Beckett began his Major League Baseball career with Chicago back in 1965, and he played for the Cubs through the 1973 season. He was a four-time All-Star during that stretch, and he also won one Gold Glove Award among second basemen. Beckett ranks in the top five in Cubs history in games played, hits, doubles, triples, runs scored, and walks. Expect some traffic delays uh, due to construction 18 southbound from Main Street to Oldbridge Matawan Road. That right lane is currently closed. And then routes 1 and 9 southbound at Raymond Boulevard also closed. Weather for tonight, rain mainly after midnight, low 54 degrees. Tomorrow, showers and thunderstorms high near 68. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno at AIM 970. The Answer. Source Farmhouse Brewery presents the Source First Annual Pro-Am Homebrew Competition. Listen, we're in an interesting time right now. We're stuck at home, and maybe you're a home brewer. Why not brew your own beer, and better yet, enter it to win a huge contest? Enter by June 28th, and the Source guys and I will select 32 beers to compete in our official brewer's bracket. No March Madness? No problem. We've got your bracket right here. Beers are going to compete head-to-head in a blind taste test competition for three weekends in a row. The winner from each weekend advances to the championship round, which will be broadcast live August 2nd from Source Farmhouse Brewery. The winner will receive a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work with the Source Brewers to scale up and brew their home brew on the pro level. They'll go through the process from A to Z, brewing, cellaring, packaging. You'll get to work with the branding and marketing team at Source on naming, label design, and all things release and launch related. Yes, you will get to be featured on one of Source Farmhouse Brewery's can releases. You'll also receive the first inaugural Source Pro-Am Home Brewer Cup Trophy, a swag pack, and we'll even throw in a $200 Source gift card. All you got to do is head to am970theanswer.com to enter and sign up for your chance to have your home brew professionally brewed at the one and only Source Farmhouse Brewery. Did you listen to our podcasts? Hear them now on our website at am970theanswer.com. Yeah, I know it sounds like I've been trying to play uh, depressing music over the last couple of weeks. That is not my intention here as we're back on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Uh, Google Play and iTunes, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. We're Alexa ready as well. We're also on radio.com. And finally, we're on the Hopped Up Network. You just go over to the hoppedupnetwork.com. You can check out my podcast, usually Monday mornings around 6. Uh, and there are many others on there for your listening pleasure uh, if you feel like downloading and listening to the other podcasts. And we certainly encourage that. Losing It is the song from Rush from the Signals album. And, uh, you know, maybe you feel like you're losing it a little bit because you're stir crazy and you've been sitting at home and you've not been able to go to your favorite bar uh, or your favorite um, brewery or to take a tour, right? 
of different breweries. Now, my next guest, uh, who we've had on the program before, he runs City Brew Tours. It's an awesome service all over the East Coast. It takes you and your friends for a fee to different breweries around the area where you learn all about beer. Now, some tours have meals included, some don't. Uh, there are, you know, I've taken the tour uh, through Brooklyn. It is awesome. There's another one down in South Jersey as well. Now, you're home. You want to do a tour, uh, but you can't because obviously we have this social distancing and all this other stuff and then telling people to stay home. Well, the folks at City Brew Tours have come up with two cool things that you can do at home for a nominal fee. Just go to citybrewtours.com, which is the website for more information, as well as to purchase one of these particular tours. And let me welcome back to the program uh, Chad uh, Brodsky. Uh, Chad, how are you today? Hey, Al. How you doing? Uh, hanging in there, my friend. Hanging in as best I can. Uh, first off, uh, with all of the closures that have taken place to non-essential businesses, obviously Brew Tours uh, being a part of that, how are you and your employees doing during this time? Well, we were disappointed to find out that we were not considered essential, but uh, we're we're hanging in there. That's that's the best that I can say right now. <laughs> gotcha. So, in order to adapt to the changing landscape, you've come up with two very cool things that people can purchase uh, via citybrewtours.com dot com and do them uh, from the privacy of their home. Let's talk about uh, the first one: the beer and cheese pairing. First, what does this entail? So, we wanted a, an easy way for people to. Uh, mix up their normal uh, Zoom or video calls with their friends. So what we created is a one-hour guided beer and cheese education slash entertainment or edutainment mm-hmm. led by one of our expert City Brew Tours guides. Um, and so what that means is you ever wondered what cheese pairs with what wine? Well, we, we obviously don't care about the wine, but from a beer, on the other hand, that's what is it's actually an art of pairing beer and cheese. So it's an hour long interactive uh, guided beer and cheese experience where uh, you have the choice of either bringing, uh, you would be, next time you go to the grocery store, you buy a couple of cheeses, get some of your favorite beers. So, and that's only $15. So, and that's per household. So for you and a bunch of friends, you can get together and join on this. A very fun happy hour, mix things up. Or if you just want to meet new people and you're feeling that isolation, we offer them daily where it's open to the public. So you can either book it as just a private event for virtual event for you and your friends and family, or you can just join just like our tours. Our tours are, you can see, social lubrication. Mm -hmm. It's that same social lubrication, but from the comfort of your own home. So, so let me let me get this straight. So, it's fifteen bucks to join, and so let's say um, somebody wants to do it with four of their friends, but obviously, four of their friends are not going to be in their house because obviously, we're promoting social distancing. Each one of them would have to subscribe uh, to the tour for fifteen bucks to kind of link in, or or is it one person buys it and then you can bring in uh, a bunch of different friends, you know, up to a certain capacity? So. Yeah, so uh, if you have, let's say, four people, it doesn't make sense to make it private, or unless you want it private. But um, for that public experience where people, other people could join your happy hour, mm-hmm. um, because it's just like our tours, they're joining like a public experience, Right. Uh, that's only $15. So that's that one-hour experience that's very fun, interactive. We'll walk you through how beer and cheese pair together and... But if they have, and so each person, they could have four people. Like you can have your whole family on that call in your house. It's not per person; it's just per household connection. Gotcha. So that makes sense. 
Gotcha. So that's great. I mean, for 15 bucks, that's something that you can do with a few people when you're sitting like, my, you know, my neighbors across the street. I have another friend who lives a couple blocks away. And if they both link up, uh, that you can do this, which I think is really cool. Talking with Chad Brodsky from City Brew Tours, uh, which have come up with two cool things that you can do at home uh, while you're sitting at home in this social isolation that we're dealing with this COVID-19 pandemic. All you do is go to citybrewtours.com. It's the website for more info, as well as to purchase this virtual beer and cheese pairing right here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Now, the second virtual thing you guys have is a home brewing course. How does this work? So this one, this one's really awesome. I'm really excited about this. So on our tours, people have always been asking us, like, how do we get into homebrewing? A lot of our guides are expert homebrewers. They've been homebrewing uh, between myself and my partners. We've all, and, and entire guides, we have decades of homebrewing experience. So we talk about homebrewing on our tours. I don't know if you remember if it was mentioned on your tour back when you were on, in the Brooklyn tour. It was. But homebrewing home is always a conversation point on our tours. So now we've provided a way for people to actually learn how to homebrew. Uh, there's definitely a learning curve when you want to want to learn how to homebrew. And so having that expert beer guide in real time on the Zoom call uh, makes it a really fun experience because they're walking you through that homebrewing experience. The equipment gets shipped to your, your door and that equipment includes ingredients to make up to two and a half gallons of beer which is a full case of beer, uh, and that's only $99. So it's a three-hour experience that includes two-and-a-half gallons of beer and live guided instruction. That's pretty cool. Without having to leave your house. That's that's pretty cool because if you ever wanted to dive into it, right? And usually it's you, you ask a friend who's done it and they kind of tell you a few things, and then you get a book and you're kind of looking through it. But then you've got questions, and sometimes people don't want to bother their friends or whatever. So for the for the the three hours, you're sitting there with somebody uh, essentially in your kitchen that's walking you through the process, and you have all the ingredients there. And then at the end of it, you got yourself a case of beer. That you can drink when it's when it's done at your leisure. Obviously, you know it's not done that night, but it's done you know a few weeks you know a few weeks later. But so, uh, for ninety nine bucks, that is not a bad deal. And all of the ingredients uh, are shipped to your home. Now it sounds like something, honestly, uh, Chad. Uh, even a moron like me could figure out. So uh, is this um, this is a one on one session, right? This is not uh, open no. to other people. No, so, so that's the, I mean, if you wanted to do a private experience, we can. Mm-hmm. But the best part about this is again that social isolation. Imagine you and your friends from across the country are all brewing beer together on Zoom. So it's not that one on one experience. It's that again that group activity. We're all about bringing people together. Right. So uh, you can you can plan it with a few friends, and you're all going to be brewing together on on video chat gotcha so really one recipe at the same time expert right that exactly that, that's that's pretty that now that's now that's pretty cool and really to keep keep things together you love beer so much everybody's brewing the the, the same beer and how does it come out and you know the you know is there subtle differences to the beer depending on whose house and where it's being stored that's pretty cool talking with Chad Brodsky from a city brew tours uh, they've come up with two cool things you can do at home there's a beer and cheese pairing there's also a, a home brewing uh, interactive uh, project that you can do where they ship the ingredients right to your home. Citybrewtours.com is the website for more information as well as to purchase either of these things. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Last question from me, Chad. I've been asking this of everyone that's been on the program for the last few weeks. Uh, while you're sitting at home, what have you been drinking? 
Oof. I've been I've been drinking uh, what I've had around the house, which is right now homebrew. Oh, okay. so, what, what kind of homebrew? We've been. I have just a pal al. So. All right. It's pretty bad. basic, but gets the job done. That's... Definitely drinking more. <laughs> yeah, you know, I see. I, because I have to work so early in the morning, it, it's one of the good things that I, I, I don't indulge during the week too much. I had a beer yesterday for National Beer Day because, full disclosure, we're taping this interview on a Wednesday. It's airing on Sunday night. So Tuesday, this past Tuesday, was National Beer Day. So I cracked one open uh, in the afternoon to celebrate National Beer Day. But I get it. Um, it's one of those things where I'm trying to support those local brewers and get over to different places in New Jersey where I live and, and support those guys. And that's the most important thing. And what you guys do at City Brew Tours, and my guest has been Chad uh, Brodsky from City Brew Tours, uh, with these two cool things that they have. Uh, CityBrewTours.com is the website for more information. But the fact that you guys do so much to help local breweries and local restaurants during your tours is so very important. And, Chad, I hope that everybody can weather this storm, including you guys, and come out of this on the other side uh, looking great and that uh, encouraging people to take these brew tours uh, when uh, when this is all over with and we're able to interact uh, in public again. So, Chad, I, I thank you for joining me tonight. And I thank you for joining me. Uh, you know, the, the, the tours that you guys have had, they've been just wonderful experiences, and I really appreciate it, my friend. No, it's our pleasure. We're all going to need a brew tour after this is all over. So we hope to see every, all your listeners on tours once we get through this. Absolutely right, and I cannot uh, recommend City Brew Tours enough. Chad Brodsky from City Brew Tours, uh, he has done a phenomenal job of keeping uh, these brew tours uh, alive and well all throughout the East Coast. They're in Boston, they're in New York, they're in uh, New Jersey, they're in uh, Pittsburgh, down in D.C., Philadelphia. They are all over the place, and you definitely have to take a City Brew Tour. It is absolutely well worth the price, in my opinion. I've been on a bunch. This one is, in my opinion, the best. Suds and Duds is coming up next on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM970, The Answer. Jay Sekulow is here to explain the coronavirus bill. Yeah, one of the things we want to accomplish and, and really want to do here is we're spending a lot of time answering questions. Because the legislation can be confusing, and now it's in, it's going into effect, and people are starting to see the benefit of it. And there may be another one coming. We don't, you know, there may be a phase four here. There may need to be. So we want to make that as an available resource to our members from around the country that people are calling with needs. We're trying to, to answer those questions forthright. Jay Sekulow live weeknights at six, right before Larry Elder at seven on AM nine seventy The Answer. Warning. If you thought it was safe putting your money into a retirement plan all these years, then think again, because you're about to get sucker punched by the biggest tax to hit Americans' retirement savings in over a 100 years. Everything you've worked for and put away for retirement, this Congress is coming for it, using a new law that gives the IRS the green light to be able to confiscate 30% or more of your retirement savings. It's all spelled out in plain English in this free new book from the Center for Retirement Security. Get your free copy of The New American Retirement Plan and learn how you can still take back your retirement from the prying hands of Uncle Sam. Simply text the word RETIRE to 95999. On page 62, you'll learn the first move you need to make to save your IRAs and 401k. On page 143, how you can legally collect up to 76% more every month on your Social Security payouts. Text RETIRE to 95999 for your free copy. Text RETIRE to 95999. This is Dennis Prager, and my friends, they're at it again. The left is doing its best to silence ideas it doesn't like. Hollywood does not want you to see my film, No Safe Spaces, which is why you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. 
But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back and protect freedom in America. See No Safe Spaces. It is a great film starring me and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. AM 970, The Answer. voice of Ronnie James Dio when he was in the band Rainbow. That album, uh, Long Live Rock and Roll, came out uh, on, what was it, this past Thursday? I don't know, back in the early 70s. What a tremendous, uh, Richie Blackmore and Ronnie James Dio. Uh, What a combination. Blackmore's just, uh, what an amazing guitarist. But Ronnie, what a vocalist. And we've lost him, uh, God, it's over... Trying to think, it's got to be it's got to be ten years already that uh, Ronnie James Dio is gone, and uh, we miss him every single day. What a stellar voice! I mean, this is a guy who was the lead singer of Black Sabbath, the lead singer of Elf, the lead singer of Rainbow, the lead singer of his own band. He was a doo-wop guy in the fifties, in the late fifties and sixties. That's the range of Ronnie James Dio. Tremendous, tremendous talent, and uh, we miss him dearly. But let's dive into Suds and Duds, of course, which is as always is the final segment of the show. And let me just let me just say it is so important now with this uh, th- th- this pandemic that is going on in the United States it is so important now to support your local restaurants and your local breweries uh, and anybody that has a business that is essential that is open right now it is important for you to support these people you know we try to have dinner out once a week at our favorite place uh, my wife and I Paragon Tap and Table because they're local and they're staying open and we're trying to keep them in business so that when this is over that we can go there and have dinner we try, I'm trying to support as many local breweries as possible that are staying open and and uh, selling beer right now whether it's you get it to go or they're delivering a lot of these breweries are opening up their, opening up their delivery options Kane is opening up their delivery options to a wider base. Icarus is starting uh, a 25-mile radius uh, of delivering. Carton is doing the same thing. Uh, uh, Bolero Snort is delivering. Uh, some of the breweries are trying to deliver to as many places as they can uh, in New Jersey. I know Untied is doing it. Uh, Wet Ticket is open. They're not delivering, but they're opening. They're opening a couple of days a week for you to go in and get cans and, gra- and uh, growlers and crowlers of beer. It is important to support these people. Small business is the lifeblood of America. Source is open uh, six days a week uh, to, for your beer needs. They're open at noon. They close at five or six o'clock. I'm telling you, you've got to go to these people and support them. It is vitally important to keep these people open. If, if the reports are true that almost 40% of these businesses are going to be out of business, and some of it is because, you know, maybe they weren't making great beer and their sales had been declining and this is just kind of putting them, uh, you know, out of business, sort of like the dot-com boom of the early 2000s when, you know, 9-11 came in right before that. We saw a lot of dot-coms uh, going out of business because it just wasn't sustainable at that point. We're seeing the same thing happen here 
with a lot of small businesses. Support them. It is vitally important not only to yourself but to the community and to these people to be able to keep people employed and give them a paycheck. Let's go uh, with suds and duds here. A couple beers from Bolero Snort, uh, one of them being the Pineapple Express Bulls, uh, Bullazed. Uh, bursting with pineapple on this, very smooth, a little bit of acidic tang at the end of it. I love this beer. This was great. It was a release they put out last week. Very happy I picked it up. Uh, and then Scott was gracious enough, Scott Wells, one of the owners of Bolero Snort, uh, to give me a cowler of, they call it cowler, it's a crowler, but they call it the cowler, uh, of their Apricot Cream Mood Lighting. And mood is spelt with three O's, by the way, to simulate a cow or a bull. Loads of apricot, uh, very creamy. Uh, really, it gets it got for me. It got better as I drank it, uh, as opposed to the first initial sip. At first, I was like, "Wow, this is really apricot uh, forward," and I'm not sure if I really like it. But as you drink it, it gets much smoother, and, it cr- and the the creaminess uh, kind of hits there. It was really, really nice. Enjoyed that a lot. Uh, also had from Bolero, yet another steer older. I love this beer a lot. I think it's because of two things. One, I think because of the milk sugar and the other because of the vanilla. It really smoothed out the beer, and I really enjoyed uh, the creaminess of this. Uh, that milk sugar in there and that lactose really smooths out this beer, but that hint of vanilla that you get uh, was really nice, too. I-, I am having a craving, though, for a West Coast IPA, a real bitter, kind of piney uh, type of beer. I- I'm I'm going to have to... Uh, I'm going to have to look around and get myself something really good. Maybe just something classic that I've had before. I don't know. Uh, got a couple of days off this weekend, so we'll have to see what I'm going to uh, dive into, and then I'll report back to you next week. Uh, I had a can of this left in the fridge uh, as I'm trying to clear the fridge out. Uh, the Pineapple Queen uh, from Duclaw. Uh, it is a pineapple tart IPA. Uh, just a really – it was one of these days where it was really nice out, and I decided to sit outside and have a beer in the backyard. And this one, uh, no exception – uh, the good folks from Duclaw uh, sending me this. This is a great beer. Uh, then uh, Source Brewing had come out with uh, a new beer last week. Actually, it was two beers, but it was uh, one that I hadn't had and one that I'd already had. So, Source of Hoppiness, which seems to be their regular rotation of an IPA that they're coming out with. But also they came out with a mango, very mango-forward beer called Mango Tango. Uh, and, and as I said, a very mango-forward type of beer. A little bit of vanilla on the back end kind of smooths it out. Uh, again, a really good beer. Source is just knocking it out of the park. I can't say enough good things uh, about these guys, and not just because they're an advertiser, but because they make really great beer. And again, they're doing online. You can buy online. You can go pick it up. They are doing delivery services, but within a small radius of Colesneck, New Jersey. So if you don't live in that area of Monmouth County, um, they're not going to be able to deliver it to you. But it's a very quick – I mean, honestly – as I've noticed from a number of these places, Bolero has theirs out on their loading dock. You pull right up, boom, boom, you're in and out in five minutes. Uh, same thing with Source. You're buying the beer ahead of time. You're already paid for. All you have to do is roll up to the brewery. You, they scan your QR code. They get your beer. You're out of there in less than two minutes uh, if there isn't a line. And, of course, they do maintain their social distancing. It's very, very convenient. I mean, I, I'm there picking up a beer at Source. It's less than five minutes. And with no traffic on the road, I can make it down to Colts Neck from my place probably, I would say, 20, 25 minutes tops. And that's not even speeding. As we continue on here on Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, this is a bottle I had in the back of the fridge, and it was Saturday night, and I said, you know what, let me crack this open. I had a Breakside Brewery had sent me this a year ago, and it was a barrel-aged sour uh, called Louisa. Uh, They're number six in there. Uh, in in their series or whatever, and I had it. I've been sitting on it. It was very lemony, 
And uh, I said, you know what? Let me let me put it in the fridge, get it cold. And then what ended up happening was I just let it sit there for a while. Hadn't had a chance to crack it. I said, you know what? No better time than to crack it. My wife is getting into sours. Let me give her a little bit of it. I'll drink the rest because it's a you know it's not a big bottle, a little over a pint. But I love the lemon flavor on this. It was dry on the back end, which I kind of liked, uh, but a really really nice. I, I hesitate to say even-tempered sour because that's kind of how it was. Some sours are very puckery and very forward. This was lemon-forward, but not aggressively so. Enough that maybe, and maybe because it had been sitting a year, um, but the lemon kind of backed off a little bit uh, as I was drinking it, so I really enjoyed this. Uh, that was a lot of fun uh, for uh, a particular sour. So thanks to the folks from Breakside uh, for sending me that, and hopefully when this is all over. Um, you know, guys start up with uh, with sending. I haven't really requested or asked for any beer because obviously a lot of these guys are just uh, trying to stay alive and trying to, you know, stay in business. So I want to try and support as many people as I can. That's why I've been buying a lot of local and buying a lot of different local beers. Um, had the, uh, for National Beer Day earlier this week, uh, cracked open a can of Sunny Day from Source. Uh, again, as I said last week, this is not my favorite beer from Source. Um, I do love lemon, but the lemon is kind of, I don't want to say it's it's not off-putting. I'm trying to find the right word for it. It just I'm expecting one thing and getting another, and I, I don't know why that is on this particular beer. I because I love lemon. I love a lemon gelato. I love lemon ice, a lemon sorbet. I love those types of things, and I think that was that's what I was expecting out of this, and I didn't get it. So I'm not really sure. It's it's a it's a good beer. It's not my favorite from Source. If I had to rank all of the Source beers that I've had right now, this would probably be on the bottom of the list. Uh, you know, it's just just how I feel, my personal preference. And you may enjoy it. It is a low ABV beer, uh, very easy to drink. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just not one of my favorites uh, from that standpoint. What I do, some of the ones that I do love from Source uh, happen to be their, their Hell's Lager, uh, their Pilsner. They make some solid, solid beers. And the it's... It's all in the presentation. I, I sometimes think, and maybe this is sounding more like a beer snob than anything else, um, I love to go visit different breweries, but I do enjoy the way breweries present their beer, whether it's the pour, the taste, how they give you the glass, all of those different things. It's stuff now, it's, it's I think because I've been doing this for so long, you kind of pay attention to those things a little bit more, and it really is about that presentation. Um when we had the folks from Estrella Galatea in uh, back in January, their whole thing when they did their contest was all about attention to detail. It was always about, uh, no, actually we had them, it wasn't January, it was like October, November of last year. I'm, see, I'm even forgetting as we're running out of time here. Um, it's all about the attention to detail, how it's poured, uh, how they present it to you. They want to make sure that the bottle is forward so you can see the label and see what you're getting. Source does the same thing. I think more breweries need to take the time in in the pouring process and the presentation and just be a little knowledgeable about it. Not to say that that beer tenders are not knowledgeable. They are. But sometimes it's almost like, I want a little story behind that beer. Give me the two-minute spiel. You know what I'm saying? I want to know where did this beer come from? What was the thought process behind the brewmaster's uh, making of it? That kind of stuff. Folks, we're out of time. My thanks to everyone involved in the show, as well as my guest, Chad Brodsky, the head of City Brew Tours. Of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.